And we join on the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina. It sounds like you still belong in bed if I listen to you. Uh, <laughs> that nose really does sound as though there's quite a bit of cold going terrible, on Terrible, terrible, I tell you, Narina. <laughs> but yeah, we're here and, uh, you know, doing what we ought to be doing. Absolutely. But, you know, last week it marked the halfway mark for 2016. And What does the report card for the markets look like uh, at this halfway point? So, Sakina, I guess it's very much like a typical report card. There's some good, there's some bad, and then there's some that's pretty ugly when we look at the at the, the markets report card for the first half of 2016. Um, I guess the, the thing that, that would be forefront for many people would be um, the gold price and the oil price. So starting sort of at the commodities, I guess the very good news for South Africa in particular is the strong rise that we saw in the in the gold price. In dollar terms, it increased by 24% in the first half, um, and, and obviously courtesy of, of what happened around the UK referendum um, about two weeks ago. But yes, the gold price rise, very good, and we saw already some of the benefits coming through in terms of, of the export numbers and so on. But with that also, we've seen the oil price rise, and although this comes from a very low level, in dollar terms, it's increased by almost 39% over the first uh, six months of the year. In rand terms, a little bit better, but still over 30% higher, and I think that's part of the reason and why we'll see a small price in the uh, increase in the price of petrol um, this week. But just overall for the market, I guess... Uh in the rand is something which has surprised a lot of people. Um, obviously against the pound, it has strengthened massively, almost 15% during the first half of the year. But even the rand relative to the dollar has strengthened by more than 5%. And I think um, at the end of December last year, this is not something that, that many of us uh, would have expected. Um, as far as the market itself is concerned, the all share index, uh, the equity market, up by three, only 3% so far this year. So that's a relatively um, low sort of performance. And when we look at the average unit trust, the average sort of South African balanced fund unit trust, up just over 2% so far this year. So I think a lot of people will be generally disappointed with the performance of their investment so far this year. And especially if you were part of the of the group that ran for the door at the end of December um, after the, the ran weakened so sharply during 2015, you would be most disappointed because um, with the ran strength and poor performance in global markets, um, your most your average uh, global uh, equity fund performance in South Africa in RAND terms is down over 7% for this first half of the year so far. And speaking of the first half of the year so far, I think uh, by far the biggest international uh, story has to have been Brexit. Um, but it's been easy to look at all the negative things that have transpired. Is there anything positive there, though, Narina, especially as it relates to South Africa? You know, there's always something positive to be found. And, and I guess when you look at the at the bounce, the sharp bounce that markets have had again, in many aspects, um, pretty much back to where we were uh, about 10 days ago before all of this transpired. But there's certainly some permanent changes and impact, a lot of which will only transpire over coming weeks and months, as especially trade negotiations are, are um, re- renewed and, and changed and discussed. And I guess that's probably where some of the biggest um, uh, opportunities 
opportunities lie for the South African market, the export market to the UK certainly can be expected to receive a boost from what's happened here. Especially when you look at the agricultural sector, for example, um, up until now, the UK has been very much dependent on trade negotiations and, and export regulations that have related um, f- and they, they received a lot of their agricultural imports from the EU region. This creates an opportunity for the South African, especially fruit exports, but also wine and so many of our other agricultural products that really create new opportunities for us in in the UK and, and certainly something that I hope that our both our farmers and our Department of Trade and Industry will jump on um, pretty quickly. Absolutely. And then last week's stats say um, they released the community survey results. What were some of the key trends to emerge from there, Narina? So I found it fascinating. I mean, first of all, big thumbs up to the, to the statistician general. You know, he is just such a, a wonderful and vibrant man. His yellow suit has become absolutely famous over these these recent weeks. And, and the, the, the way in which they presented the results, I really encourage anyone to go to the Stats SA website and just have a look at the wonderful infographics that they produced um, to, to really convey the messages of these results. I think some of the things that, that, that probably... Um, not a surprise. Um, population increased to, to over 55 million people. Um, also not surprising to see that almost a quarter of, of, of everybody in South Africa lives in Gauteng um, and, and only uh, just over 2% in the Northern Cape. Interesting for me is the number, the percentage of, of uh, female head of houses, over 41%. So it just shows you the, the, the impact that women have in South Africa in terms of having to manage households, money and taking increasing uh, participation in the economy. But I think some of the most interesting trends I saw came via the the cell phone versus mobile phone access. The, the percentage of households with access to a cell phone is almost 94%. And households with access to a landline has dropped to an all-time low of, of only 11.5%. Now, if when you think in terms of the trends of, of retail shopping, of marketing trends. I know there's a lot being spoken about, even political advertising this morning. You clearly see this massive shift from, from fixed line or landline to cell phone and, and, and just a very clear trend in terms of how we can continue to expect marketing and retail trends to evolve and develop over the years to come. Well, Narina, we're going to leave it there for this morning. Speak to you again tomorrow. Thank you so much. Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. You're listening to AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo. Sakina Kamwendo.